All right, we are back. It is, what's the date today? July 29th, 2021. And we're coming back with the AFC East season preview. This is, we're, we're kind of trailing, blazing new trails here. We're getting the first in, in-person podcast. So how are you guys doing? How are you guys feeling? We comfortable in the in-person studio setup? How are we doing? Feeling good. We can see each other's faces. The hot takes will be more. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the volume of our hot takes will be more. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. But um, yeah, we got kind of a kind of a beast division preview here with the AFC West. Got a little rivalries in there built in for Cody's Chargers. Um, but first, we're going to start off with a little bit of news. We'll start off with um, Cam Akers news. Tough, tough go. This hits a little close to my boy Matt Stafford, his running back. Torn Achilles first week of camp. The Stafford curse. It's a curse. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to say that first. <laughs> <laughs> I was it, waiting it my is. turn so politely. <laughs> it truly is a curse. He can't have a nice running back. It's it's just not allowed. It's just not allowed. So, so Todd Gurley? This you think Todd Gurley going to the Rams? This, this, uh... There's no way. I don't think they sign. I think he hates them. I think they still like owe him money. But I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, who do you who who do they even have there? Daryl Henderson? Just trade like a first round pick to the Raiders for Josh Jacobs. Yeah, they know. should. That would be that would be a good They'd do it too. Or they could get Adrian Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sweet actually. Back with with Stafford again so yeah obviously that sucks I I mean I don't know like McVay's good with like really anyone in running back I mean I know he had Todd Gurley MVP season but like honestly the way he's not bad he's not bad and the way he rotates guys through and his pre-snap motion like really anyone can excel in that position so I don't think it'll be too much of an issue Stafford success well, yeah. and I don't think they're depend as much dependent as much on the run game as no. they would have been with Goff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, obviously tough. Ho- hopefully, he gets better soon, but it is what it is. Just oh, this year. give it to Aaron Donald. Put him in the fullback. <laughs> get, him in the, get him in the backfield. Aaron Donald would bring back the fullback position. The fullbacks will matter. Aaron Donald grabbing some touchdowns—that'd be sick. <laughs> Um, yeah, what else we got? We got another, I guess we'll do all the injury stuff first, get that out of the way. Michael Thomas, not really injured, but he was kind of injured last year, and then he's getting a surgery on his foot again, so he's supposed to miss um, a bit of time. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on on him, who are replacing him, how that really impacts the Saints? Is it Alvin Kamara pick one in fantasy, or what are we feeling? I don't know. I feel like Taysom Hill didn't even really use him that much. If it's... If Winston is the day one starter, it's kind of a big deal because he needs that guy who will actually catch his, like, just yeah. chuck balls. <laughs> they... I don't know. I'm just mad at Thomas. I'm like, you you sat out all last year on your butt, and then you're like, oh, okay, oh, season's about to start, training camp's about to start. I'm going to go for my surgery now. Like, yeah, what, that was what, so dumb. Like, he could have done this all last year and give, like, Winston a fighting chance to be a consistent starter. Winston time will happen no matter what. Yeah, no, Winston's... We're, we're not worried. Like, Kamara's he can fight, value only goes up for receiving yards. He can fight rushing. through adversity. 
<laughs> but it's really it's dire after it's dire after Michael Thomas. Like Traquan Smith, he's like all right. Um, and then they signed Chris Hogan, um, that the old Pat Patriots guy who That's had it. been playing professional lacrosse for the past right. few months. He was in the PLL. That seems like and a football players. Did he play in the XFL too? I don't. I don't think he played in the XFL because he was on. To lacrosse. Yeah, he went. He was on like Patriots, Panthers, Jets, then lacrosse, maybe something like that. Oh and yeah, then back Didn't to the, the Jets. The Jets was too? out. Yeah, yeah. Pardon me. I'm pretty sure Teeling came from lacrosse too. Like that sounds familiar. Like he was like a number one pick for for uh, lacrosse recruits, and then he uh, walked on to basically Minnesota, right? That sounds right. I know he does. He does have like a walk-on story, so maybe he played a bit of lacrosse. So White's basically a walk-on going to be a killer. <laughs> um, and then they also have Deontay Harris, who's like also not that special. Like last year, he had twenty catches for almost two hundred yards and one touchdown. He's five six. Um, and then they lost Jared Cook, so they have Adam Troutman as their tight end. So like. That's not ideal situation for a new starting quarterback. Yeah, really. I know like Taysom's kind of like that. Honestly, kind of makes me nervous for Jameis because that might lean I more towards Taysom's Taysom. Yeah, because like if they're not throwing, all he has to do is run. Or, or Taysom is the leading wide receiver. That's true. Taysom could would be Whoa. the best tight end on this roster. I was gonna say who 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 else does the Saints have? Like you look to Kamara, he's covered. Taysom. Yeah, that that maybe it's better for Jameis that it's because like Taysom clearly can't throw to running backs, and like that's all they're gonna need to do. So maybe Jameis. I feel like this Saints team is like running like six two in volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they're just gonna like you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Anybody can play anything. Honestly, like yeah, Trotman's not gonna be their guy. Like why? Would I he... think Taysom probably's played more snaps than Adam Troutman. Let's check their receiving stats from from last year. Troutman caught fifteen balls last year. One TD. He's he is a he was a rookie. So man, who is on the Saints team? Dude, no one's on. It's just Kamara now, bro. <laughs> they, they cut. Oh yeah, <laughs> they still have most of their defense back. They have Will Lutz kicking balls. But oh, yeah. Thomas out like it's a it's probably one of the biggest drop offs in the league from wide receiver one to wide receiver two. Like their receiving oh, yeah. core right like, now is Callaway, Juwan Johnson, and Jalen. Well, and Traquan Smith and Deontay Harris or and yes. Chris Hogan. But like that's just all just bottom fifty wide receivers in the league. Yeah, they got like, a bunch of wide receiver threes. Yeah. If any of those guys go out, there's I mean, they're already kinda of screwed with yeah. Thomas, but like No, I kinda like that take of Taysom catching balls more. Who's eating all their cap space? Um Kamara. Like their defense, I think. Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, Malcolm Jenkins, Mark Marcus Williams, Marshawn Lattimore. And then Teron Armstead, Andrus Pete. So they're D, their defense and their O line are eating a lot. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, that's why they weren't able to. I think Kamara's ADP just went up. Yeah. Even he's kind of he like CMC, where regardless of who else is on the offense, he's still gonna get a lot of. Yeah, he's he's gonna. Because he breaks like four tackles. And their O lines, like their O lines good enough. Yeah, he's he's got a sick breakaway speed, and ability. Um, but yeah, hopefully Michael Thomas. Like, what about Michael Thomas's draft stock? 
Like where, like where would you guys even want to take him? Well, he was already kind of questionable, wasn't he? I, I feel like he was kind of. Let's just quickly check his. I would take him early third. Still, even. Yeah. Without knowing. Once, uh, once, if I had a running back and a wide receiver, I he, would take him as a as a second guy, and then you could have guy. like like two. I I don't mind really that. Third though, before the injury. Uh, uh, no. I can check his. I you can, think he was higher? Yeah, I can check his. I think uh, he would have been a late second. I could check. Okay. Like, I think I, if, I, see a, I think okay. if you're I think if you're a top four or five pick and you get Michael Thomas as the twenty to twenty four, I think you'd be happy with that. Like if you have Dalvin Cook and Michael Thomas as your running back one and wide receiver one, yeah. pre injury, I like you're happy. Yeah, with you're that. fine with that. Yeah, like with this defense, you'd hope that they'd be on the field enough to. So back in June first, his ADP was round two, pick twelve. So end of the okay. end of the second, like Cody said, and it's dropped about six spots to early third to like early mid third. No, wow, wow, wow. So we'll see how much more it drops in August here, but. Yeah, it's it's tough though. Like just having him last year in a couple leagues, where like he's just a like a spot on your roster for he's <laughs> the start of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully he gets a speedy recovery and is and is back in. But yeah, we'll see. Um, let's move on to the last piece of news. Big one. And yeah, it's it's probably the biggest one of this month, I'd say. But Aaron Rodgers' hair. <laughs> what's going on now, and the man? the office shirt is man ponytail is and man yeah and the kevin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's his name kevin what's his last name in the office uh, it's like malone isn't malone it? yeah kevin malone, the chili <laughs> guy yeah he was wearing that shirt just strolling to camp in like flip-flops Dude, rogers is a full greaser he's like <laughs> he is like jay cutler on uh gridiron heights like, yeah wearing yeah. like that like like you know like hawaiian shirt yeah like <laughs> the sunglasses too and like the way he wears hat yeah yeah i hate aaron Rodgers. i yeah i i the fact that he said the only reason people come to green bay is to either watch me play or to play with me that's is, true though okay that is true that is true but you like, can't say that no but this is this is why that. i hate aaron Rodgers. for okay. whatever six seven eight months of the year i have to watch this guy on my tv just slaughter my team and slaughter everyone else's <laughs> team but then i have a nice four or five months where i don't i shouldn't have to hear about him but this whole off season <laughs> every day his name was coming across my timeline i'm seeing his vacation status and all these rumors and like or if you just want to watch the episode of jeopardy he's there again. yeah he's there too he's i'm there, just trying to catch a jeopardy session and he's on my tv screen I everyone's watch trivia everyone's watch still talking about him and and then but it, but like and everyone's like oh he's probably not going to be there you should be happy it's like I'm not setting myself up for that because what happened? <laughs> he coming back to the Packers, and so now instead of just an eight month span of Aaron Rodgers destroying my life, it was a whole year. So that's why I hate him. But he's back. Apparently, they're gonna make a deal for him to stay longer or something. I don't know if maybe I don't he know, leaves man. next I year. Think about like, this yeah. in the long term. No trade clause, right? Or uh, like he he can go. Anywhere. I think he can leave next year. Right. Think about it the long term. He's crippling his organization. That is true. Did you hear him slip up and say, this is a great team, a great org. I mean, I great the fans. Like he said <laughs> that in his press conference. He like <laughs> just stumbled over the don't he say organization. He did that by accident. He did that <laughs> Just classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a little. 
Not a fan. Hope they. I mean, yeah, I feel sorry. I'm, honestly, I'm happy because he was either going to the Raiders or the Broncos. So <laughs> keep him true. in your division. That is true. I mean, the Lions are going to be bad, so I'm not like extremely disappointed. But like, I just don't want him to be there in like three or four years pulling Tom Brady forty year old stuff against me. Well, no, then he'll go to a different team, right? He'll go to like San Francisco, or he'll take over in Los Angeles for Stafford. Yeah, <laughs> that can you imagine? <laughs> I would only be okay with that if Stafford came back. To Green Bay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that be good? <laughs> no, dude. No. I actually I don't know. Stafford's um uh, I've been fo- I follow he doesn't have social media, but I follow his wife on social media. <laughs> and they're just living the life in oh, LA. Sure. Their house is so nice and so I don't know if he's gonna move back somewhere cold. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh yeah, and also Devontae Adams, there's a bit of like kind of news kind of intertwined with the Aaron Rodgers stuff with him about he wants to be the highest paid wide receiver in the league and Green Bay doesn't think he should be that so I don't know it's just why another, not I like it's the whole same thing with making Corey Lindsley the highest paid center I just don't know why they don't they just are tight with their wallet I guess uh, I don't know but uh well like who does he who is he scared that's gonna beat him out like Tyreek Hill, Metcalf, like who? no, well, he just wants to be the highest paid. Like they just, just, he, just he just wants his contract to be the best, and like get paid for what he's been doing for them. So I don't know why they don't just if you have that guy, like you don't. If you were Devontae Adams, though, would you sign long term with Green Bay? I'd be signing a year uh, by year at this. Maybe point. he. It might just be a stall tactic to see what Aaron Rodgers does. He he's not staying if Aaron Rodgers is gone. Yeah. So he's not staying. So Jordan Love must just be absolutely terrible. I think he's actually okay. Yeah? I think if he was terrible, like, they, they wouldn't be him? keeping him. Yeah, true. Cause Why they, would you they, keep him they, as a backup for two years? He didn't. Yeah. He hasn't played a single snap. Yeah, they cut Bortles. I want to see him play, like, actual games this year. So well, well, and did you see the last time the Packers didn't play a rookie for two years? Was it Rodgers? It was Rodgers. Oh, Frick me, that guy's gonna be sick. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so everyone like Rogers is freaking out, but this is the exact same thing he did to Favre. Yeah, true. Maybe he'll go to the Lions. Kind of like Favre went to the Vikings. I don't know how it would you buy a, <laughs> would you buy a jersey? If I think I think I would be able to get around on it. Like buy the jersey? And because then it'd be like okay a big shove it in Green Bay Packers fans' face. Yeah. But that'd be I don't think he'd do that because, like, he wants to go somewhere warm. But, like, I probably would get on board with it. It's Aaron freaking <laughs> Rogers. He's guy. I love this guy. What about uh, Randall Cobb? We're going to talk about how they secured him. <laughs> they they pried him away. I don't know why there's so much hype around him, though. I'm like, he's not good anymore. No, like, no. Why, why is and everyone like, like, oh, Aaron Rodgers got his second wide got, receiver? He's, no, he didn't. He got is, his fourth one. That guy is not going to see a lot of snaps. I think it was just to, like... Because, like, maybe the team is, like, a big disconnect from Aaron Rodgers' age and all the guys that he, like, played with. So, like, bring back one of his old buddies from back in the day. But, like, like he was, was such a he nothing. He was bad but... when he left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah I don't know was. why everyone's so excited bringing him back. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Green Bay, I still think they're... We, we haven't done the NFC North preview just because of this, but now we can do that. So, I'm, I'll be interested. I'll have to go through back my my green bay stuff and and change because i had it like oh yeah i had a kind of like how i did the texans without deshaun watson yeah i did it kind of without him too because he wasn't really cooperating but speaking of that do you guys want to get into the divisional previews 
Let's do it for AFC West. Okay, let's AFC West. Let's start off with the Denver Broncos. Yeah. So, the Denver Broncos coming off a five and eleven record. Um, they had a bit of injury issues last year. Von Miller, Cortland Sutton, both sides of the ball. They also had QBs. They had one week when they (laughs) played Kendall Hinton. Um, but that was okay. Pause for a second. <laughs> that was the worst game of football I've ever watched. <laughs> Dude, like, the Saints almost lost that game. Kendall Hinton versus Taysom Hill. It was like this is not football. <laughs> Roll out. Oh I'm so glad okay. they shoved that onto a noon slot on Red Zone because we like saw like three plays from that. <laughs> yes, watching Red Zone, it was like you didn't see anything from oh, that and game. I was like, and like it was like, oh, Will Lutz kicked another field goal. Yeah, <laughs> like they were up by like three points at the half. Like, how do you do that? Um, but yeah, they're coming off a five and eleven record, five and ten, and one Kendall Hinton game. Um, Vic Vangio going into his uh, second year or two years under his belt. Pat Shermer one year under his belt offensive coordinator um they've added teddy bridgewater kyle fuller great pickup ronald darby so they have a lot of um yeah trevor's a teddy guy um they rebolstered up their cornerback room um after losing aj boy on on the back end as well um, they obviously lost Philip Lindsay to the Texans, but drafted Javante Williams. What are you guys' thoughts on the the Broncos? I guess like one of the more main storyline will be their QB situation. Um, not a lot of like QB battles this year. I feel like it's just the, these guys and the this. Uh, who are we just talking about? The Saints. The Saints what, what about the Patriots? And the Patriots, and then. I guess you can say the 49ers, but I think they've said that uh, Jimmy's starting. So only a couple. And the Jags. Did you see that Minshew quote? Yeah, that was sick. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Did you see that one, Trevor? No, I didn't see it. He's said that like he hasn't taken a dump in like two weeks because number two is not an option. <laughs> <laughs> it was fire. It was such a good Minshew quote. That um, whole like interview was actually really good. <laughs> Dude, he... They gotta keep him around, man. Like he's making the face of the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have to play. He does not have to <laughs> he play. He suits Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, what are our thoughts on on Drew Locke going into his third year? Honestly, I feel a lot more confident for Locke with Bridgewater behind him. And all by by saying that, I think that they're they they're not gonna be so tied to Locke as they've had to to be in the past. I think that they might be seeing how Bridgewater plays in the preseason, seeing what they what they got going, and then I th- I don't know if they're locked in lock. Yeah, I think he's his offensive play calling has been bad. Plus the combination of not having Cortland Sutton last year, I think, didn't help. Yeah. Um, a couple numbers to kind of back that up, but Denver averaged eight point two yards to go on second downs, so they only. So they like either got penalties or like only got one point two or one point eight yards on first downs. Um, no other team was worse than seven point nine yards to go second down. And with those terrible numbers, they had the third highest run rate in the NF in the NFL. So they were running a lot on those first downs and leaving like still eight yards to go. So like that's just like kind of shows poor play calling. Um, 
Like I know if you're like, say you have 8.2 yards to go, maybe you're throwing a lot on first down, a couple in like a lot of incompletions, but like they're running so much. So I think um, with Pat Shermer, his second year kind of learning from this stuff, hopefully he can get Drew Locke to get that. I know everyone's talking about the Josh Allen year three jump. Um, Mm-mm, not going to no? happen. No. I, I'm, I'm with Cody on that one. I don't think it's going to happen for Locke. I don't think he. I don't think he's that good. I think having Melvin Gordon's gonna gonna push him a little bit more, and having Jerry Judy is a huge boost. But I don't think Locke's the the guy to do it. The Broncos benefit from two things every year. They have consistently a good defense. Yeah. Yeah. And mile high. Kicking. <laughs> Kicking. Yeah. People play bad when they're playing in Denver, mm-hmm. and so every year I like. I don't think Drew Locke is going to improve. In fact, okay, well, we can talk about this later, but my Broncos record is pretty similar to <laughs> this year. I don't think he's I don't think he's the next guy. I think they skipped on this draft class because there was so much other uh, QBs going. I think they're opting to go for next year. Yeah. I th- I think he starts out the gate, but I think I think Bridgewater finishes the season. I think it's going to be a lot shorter leash than he's had the past 2 years. Definitely with Bridgewater because he's had Kendall Hinton last year and well it's almost like, like in Allen's case Allen had to get better like Bills had nothing else and like that's true tanking the season now Locke has the pressure on so like you said leash is shorter he's either gonna boom or bust and I putting a lot more money on bust yeah yeah there's I'd... a couple of uh guys that are they're all everyone they're saying who's gonna be the next Josh Allen like is Daniel Jones or Drew Locke or Drew Locke yeah Kyler Murray's technically third year, but like he's already kind of established. Yeah, he's enough. Um, yeah, I guess a couple of Teddy Bridgewater stat here. Carolina wide receivers had 79 catchable targets last year. Um, and uh, Drew Locke was uh, 68 catchable targets. So a little bit more consistency with Teddy. Yeah. But I, th- I, mean, I mean, they didn't have McCaffrey either. Yeah, yeah, that's, so that's true. So he was, he was too, throwing so a lot. If Melvin Gordon can be a good fit this year for whoever is behind running the show, I don't know. Yeah. I honestly thought the Panthers were better when Bridgewater wasn't playing. I 100% disagree. When they had that other guy in there? Yeah. PJ Walker? He threw like four picks against the Lions. Yeah, but like I still think... <laughs> you thought they, they just looked better? I don't know. I They lost a lot of one-score games last year with like they weren't. They still weren't good, yeah. but I... I they weren't losing one score games like the Chargers were losing one score games. Yeah, hey, we don't need to make this. Point. <laughs> <laughs> we do have the Chargers in like two teams. Um, okay, let's get into a bit of the fantasy outlook for some of these guys we've been talking about. Their offense, most likely, um, Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, both not on the um, drafted board here, which is let's see what I think it's the top twenty-eight drafted guys. Yeah. Um, so and I I think that's very fair that no one's stashing. I don't even like maybe streamers against like tough matchups. They play the NFC East. I'm pretty sure, right? So like there's there's no way you're drafting either of these as your QB one. And I would rather take a a backup or a rookie, or a rookie. over one of these guys yeah. as yeah. your QB two. Um. So let's move to their backfield, which was actually surprised me when I was putting it together. But Javante Williams. Is higher is getting drafted higher than Melvin Gordon, really? Um, not by much. It's they're like in the exact same round. Um, they're both in the. Uh, let's see here, it's just loading. 
both in the sixth round. Williams is RB28, 61. And Melvin Gordon is RB30, 65. So Mm. two RB spots and two or like four or five picks in the actual sixth round. They're separated by. Um, Do you guys like any of those guys better or worse or? I'd say both, like obviously solid RB two guys. Yeah, you obviously don't like that they're going to be a probably. I think they're going to split like pretty yeah. evenly, and yeah. and they're not going to be leading a lot of games, so you're not going to get a lot of those just yeah. icing away the game carries. But but I feel like Gordon might get more of those chippy touchdowns though at the end of the uh, end of the field. Under, I think that's how it might go. So I'd I'd side with Gordon, but and I think maybe Gordon I feel like is a bit more of a be the pass catching guy. I know Javante Williams in college was their um was their banger, like their their first down like bruiser kind of back and more Melby and Gordon will get more of those uh third down back. Third down pass catching stuff. Okay. But yeah, other, other than that, it's it's pretty much you're drafting Denver RB in the 6th round and you just kind of have to pick which flavor you want. Take touch it maybe as a flex like, like a week yeah flex, maybe but... like maybe you'd be a little more comfortable as a flex instead of rb2 that's in the sixth round yeah in the sixth round oh man um i i would avoid running backs in the sixth round yeah that's the running back dead zone um totally we got uh damian harris of the uh, patriots ronald jones and leonard fournette are both late sixth early seventh david johnson of the the houston conglomerate is there um so yeah that's a bit of a running back dead zone Probably take a wide receiver in that round if, I had, if you're drafting. I had Rojo and Fournette in a league last year. And Rojo was okay when Fournette was injured. Yeah. But it, like that's that could be any of those guys. Is there an committees. is there a world where you get both of them and like start both? And start both or maybe one gets injured and then you have a, a Bell Cow guy. Oh. I I don't like doing that, but like that you, you, that could be an option if you've had a really good draft so maybe, far. Maybe five picks. like yeah, I mean. on a bye week, if one of your running backs is gone, you're starting both of them in a flex and not two. Or if you have Christian McCaffrey and you've gone like wide receiver, wide receiver, tight end or something, or QB or something like that, and then you have like a horn pick, you could just take both of them as your RB two. Yeah, because they're going in the sixth round. Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> So you got to take him in the sixth and the seventh. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with no. You're gonna go with no. I don't, I don't think you can. It's like, just... I don't know. Would you rather? Would you rather risk it and take Melvin Gordon and Rojo, and like, or, and split your eggs a bit? Yeah. Or would you rather have Fournette and Rojo or Gordon and Williams? I'd rather if I'd have to pick both of them on one team, I'd pick the Bucks guys because I feel like more touchdown upside. For sure. But I think, I think I'd go Bucks guys split. Than the Broncos. I don't know why I brought up the Broncos idea. Getting both of them. That's really stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> when, when is having two running backs on one team been a good first, strategy? First round, Josh Jacobs. Second round, <laughs> Kenyon Drake. Drake. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so. When the Raiders run the bye, you're starting both the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, you're starting both. Um, okay, let's move a bit into their pass catchers here. Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Very similar situation to their running backs. Um, split by a couple couple picks here. Cortland Sutton's wide receiver 31 going in the uh, late 7th round. Jerry Judy's wide receiver 36 going in the mid-8th 
middle of the eighth round. So separated by by a couple picks here. Dude, Jerry Judy higher than that. Yeah, I think that's such a good value for both those guys. Yeah. yeah. You got Cortland coming off the, the injury, so I'm I'm with you. I'd prefer Jerry Judy over both of those guys. Judy was or, okay. Like, Judy was to, okay, You yeah. have to remember their QB struggles they had last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Um, the guys sandwiched in between their stack is DJ Chark, Juju Smith-Schuster, Robbie Anderson, and Debo Samuel. Oh, Ooh, I'd rather have Chark the Shark. Or Juju. And, mm. Really? I'd rather have Judy, man. Over Juju, really? But who else does P- Pittsburgh have right right now besides... Um, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. Well, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Ma- I'm not drafting any Steelers. I'm not drafting any Steelers wide receiver. That, that was think. such a mistake last year. <laughs> Um, I'm not drafting any Steelers players actually, aside from their defense. Najee though, actually you're right. Never mind. Najee is draftable. Back. I take it back. Um, just their wide. But yeah, I, I'm yeah. <laughs> actually, Chase Claypool's Canadian, so yeah, I would yeah. consider <laughs> so everybody but Juju <laughs> and Deontay Johnson. And, and I don't trust the tennis ball machine. And and you have to take Eric Ebron for when you play against me too. Yeah. So you're because then he's getting three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You already know. You already know he's getting 18 yards, yeah. three touchdowns. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, like, very, like, you'd rather, the 6th, 7th round, I'd rather take those guys than the running backs, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would avoid that. Like, who are who are later running backs in, like, 10th, 11th? 10th, 11th. Let's let's pull that up here. Like, the you way, ninth or 10th, like, I'm like thinking this year, you're going to, there's, it feels like there's a lot more wide receivers now, how it's kind of shifted from yeah. those 2016 to 2018 days. You're going running backs early. And then you're filling so your your flex is 100 percent a wide receiver this year. Okay, I'm gonna put this on the screen, but like there is there is not a lot of uh, good running backs really after them because they're all like backups. Zach Moss, Trey Sermon, Kenyon Drake, okay. Kenyon Drake. Drake honestly, because Jacobs could do something to his his knee again or something. I don't Jacobs know. Jacobs was injured like every, yeah, he was questionable yeah. every single day. Yeah. Like, so. Okay. Well, you also have both the Buffalo running backs here now. Too. Yeah. I was gonna say that too. And and Pollard wasn't bad. And I think if they're Dallas is has opportunity for injury, so at all so times. taking Tony Pollard too. Ooh, Marlon yeah. Mack Would, wouldn't be a bad flex. But I'm with Cody there, like. There's know. way more wide receivers to pick from with how, but that's yeah. That's mainly so maybe stack so up your running QBs. backs. Stack up your running backs yeah. early. There's so many and then, better QBs that the running games like obviously. Running yeah, because like and there's gonna be like a Justin Jefferson, a Chase Claypool available in late rounds. There's no oh, yeah. like like there was just basically James Robinson last year, is like the only like late running back guy that turned yeah. into a guy yeah. that's like RB1. There's, and there's going to be, what, two this year if Najee Harris is yeah. good? Oh, yeah. Gaskin's high, hey? Gaskin's high, and then... Um, Even Chris Carson's pretty high. Yeah. It was uh, it was interesting. If you go back to the like 10 or 12th round, uh, like a lot of those guys are... Like Alexander Madison, if Cook is injured, he, like... He's, he gets, Im- he's immediately a top 24 guy. Yeah. Yeah. And like same with Latavius Murray, if Kamara's yeah. gone. Yeah, so deeper leagues stacking up even Chuba Hubbard on uh he's Canadian too. Taking over for, for McCaffrey as well if if McCaffrey goes down. So Marlon Mack, Hines. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe lots of backups there. Wide receivers mid rounds is is maybe a strategy to take this year. Crazy that Kareem Hunt goes in the fourth round. Yeah. It's a backup yeah. running back. Um, okay. And then last but not least We'll go to the, this is we'll go to this view so you guys can kind of see who's around the the area, but um, 
Noah Fant. He's tight end seven, going in the sixth round. Um, kind of right after that top kind of echelon Noah Fant there. You guys, you guys like him this year as, as your as your tight end guy. He's okay. I think I would take Gasecki or Logan Thomas over him. Okay. Honestly, I would probably take Jonu over him too. And Tanyan. Over Noah Fant. And Hunter Henry. I take Hunter Henry too. Yeah. You take both the pass guys over Noah Fant. I, that's why I, I think I'm different. I think I take Noah Fant. He led their team in red zone targets last year. Um, but the issue is, is the QBs. That's yeah, the key, all that's ten the, of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's eleven. <laughs> they ran the ball so much. They ran the. Melvin Gordon had twenty nine red zone touches. And how many touchdowns? Um, I can't. 11, it's not on my 10. chart here. Probably a decent amount. Drew Locke had nine red zone rushes. What? See, that's gonna change. <laughs> but yeah, for for red zone targets, no fan had eleven. Um, Tim Patrick had ten. Jerry Judy had eight. So that's not a lot of red zone targets, to be honest with you, for a whole season. <laughs> like 30 from your top guys. Oh, Waller's going so high. Yeah, we'll get to Waller. He's in the division, too. <laughs> I know. Um, but, yeah, I, I like I like Noah Fant. Obviously, I'd like a crack at kind of the top, the guys, the top six guys above him. Um, I think it'd be, but, like, he's definitely a safer play. If you can get him at a good price, I don't think paying a sixth round is. I, like, no, I think on the board: Noah Fant, Kiseki, Goddard, Thomas, Janu, Tanyan. Like those guys are all pretty even to me. I like. Yeah. I wouldn't pay. A, so a if six you can get someone in that, someone in that chunk, like in the eighth or ninth. Yeah. Like kind of wait it out. If if that's what that's your strategy that you're playing. If you're not going for one of those like top four, top five guys in the first four rounds. Yeah. I think that's kind of what you gotta wait for, like maybe round nine or ten. Yeah, because you don't want to be the first guy that takes one and then no. it's like a run afterwards. Unless you're going so, yeah. for yeah. So then you're a hundred percent drafting a QB or a wide receiver in those in those mid rounds, yeah. Because so, you're not taking a, you're not taking a tight end and you're not taking a running back. Because he's gonna be a backup if you take one in that. But, uh, yeah, sweet. Okay. Let's move over to the the Kansas City Chiefs, who have, yuck, for the past few years been a fantasy gold mine, um, and they are also going to be one this year most likely. <laughs> um, Patrick Mahomes QB one, going at the end of the second round. Throwing sidearms in camp today again. Just yeah, he's. I, I hate that though because Matt Stafford does that all the time too, and he never gets. But he's looking. There's actually like it's a ton of QBs that do that. They just <laughs> only show it when Pat Mahomes does it. Um, I've I've never actually owned Mahomes in fantasy. I've never had Either an opportunity. He always goes so much sooner than I'm willing to pay. Yeah. Have you ever seen anybody in in the uh, fantasy finals have Mahomes? No. Well, and also too, like right? Mahomes, it's tough for some of those guys, and like Brady back in the day. Like, they're just such big household names that guys that are more casual that you're playing with that are in your leagues. Yeah. See, oh, Mahomes, I'll just take him because I know him. Yeah. Whereas, like, me thinking fantasy strategy-wise, that's way too early. So. Well, if you regress Mahomes <laughs> to the average. <laughs> if you take away all 50 of his first-year touchdowns. So if, you take, if he goes from 48 to 32 touchdowns, <laughs> then he's only slightly better than the average QB. Yeah. Um. So I mean, we don't have to talk too much about him. He's he's gonna be good. Do we need to talk much about the Chiefs? Like, just overview of their season a bit, or are we? I mean, they're fourteen and two last year, coming off a of Super Bowl loss. Andy Reid's going into his eighth, ninth year. 
I think I know we're getting into the records a little bit later, but I think there might be a little bit more of a regression. Yeah, I I got some I got a regression, nice regression stat for you when when we get into that. So, um, let's just let's just let's just too. let's just pop out the the fantasy stuff for these guys, and we'll get into the whole schedule and stuff. Uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire, he's running back fourteen, going in the second round as well. He was so overhyped last year. He was year. so overhyped last year. I owned him in the league. It was tough. I still Such... wouldn't take him in the second round. No, second round. I honestly... Unless unless you're going... Okay, so in this... On our draft board, that's Barkley and Edwards. No, I don't want that. Yeah, this draft board, it's the way that it's set up on the site we're using. It's like... It just puts them in order of their average pick position. It doesn't take into account team makeup. Mm-hmm. I'd way rather have Hopkins or Diggs or Adams... Then, yeah. Then, like, uh, or, oh yeah, Adams is going late here. This must be pre. Even Kittle, I'd take him before. Like, yeah, Devontae Adams will he's go, a fir- he's a go back up now that he's yeah, back he'll, in he'll go, to, back. he'll go ahead of Hill, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, Tyree kills his wide receiver one, like we we're talking about there. Yeah, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is tough, but like they they don't have anyone else there, so that's like the volume is that, is going to be there. That's never been the problem, though. Yeah, true. It's the the thing is Mahomes throws fifty five times in the game. Yeah, but like I don't think they want him to anymore with the way that they address the offensive line this off season. Don't you think they're going to try and run it a little like, bit more? He he just will throw it though. What was when, his red zone touch? Like last they year? had a lot of one possession games I got last you. year. Give me a second. And when those happen, they're throwing the ball. Because they want the ball in Mahomes' hand. They want it in Kelsey's hand, and they want it in Hill's hand. Because before yeah. hearing this stat that Pierce is pulling up, I guarantee it's like 70% red zone uh, red zone for Mahomes throwing or running himself. Um. So, Edwards Alaire had 31 red zone touches. Mahomes had 14 red zone touches, touches or rush, Just, rushes. So, he had half the amount of the running back. Plus, Only 31? That seems pretty low. Yeah. Yeah, that seems low for the amount of time they would have been in the red zone. Yeah. Um, and um, guess how much Tyreek and Travis Kelsey had targeted? Probably Combined? 20 each, at least. Kelsey, 30. Tyreek, 20. Yeah. Oh, 50. <laughs> so they're throwing, the, like, like, that's, a that's lot what I'm more. Saying. Like, that's like, if you put Does Mahomes that include... Does that include the, sh- the shuffle passes to Kelsey? <laughs> it, probably just, like, it probably does. Just flick it I think that counts as a target. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm, I'm looking at his snap rates, too. He was only on the field, like, 40%. His highest week, he was only on the field 52% of the time. So they're running a lot of that. That's what, like, that, this team... Yeah. The, the Chiefs are way too explosive to have a run game, and maybe they will address that, but most of their playbook still comes down to yeah. the defense is broken, throw a 50-yard bomb to Hill. Yeah, if or it, throw a 50-yard bomb to Hardman. Say oh, you, that's not there. Hit Kelsey 15 up the middle. If you have pick if you have pick 1-1, one, one, are you okay with taking him if you get like McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson, and then on the horn you take him? Oh, yeah. Would that be a good – you're oh, okay yeah. with him as your running back, too, if you can get a wide receiver before? Yeah. If you, yeah I, I think I, that's where I, so I, would, I would land, you too. You either lock in a QB or a wide receiver before. and Not even QB. Or Yeah, like, so if you got, like, Austin Eckler, Diggs, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. actually a nice little team right there. Already starting up. Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, we've just touched on Travis Kelsey – Tight end one, I think you can. I would honestly, if you took him at pick five, I think 
I, don't, I wouldn't even be mad at you. Honestly, every year I'm like, I don't know why I don't take him. <laughs> <laughs> He's never proved anybody wrong. I've I've passed on him almost every year, and every time I'm like. Man, he's really good at fantasy football. He gets a thousand yards and so many touchdowns every time. And it's not like he's wide receiver three and he's in your tight end slot. <laughs> and, he and I'm like, nah, I'm going with a running back. <laughs> and he doesn't do like the where the guy goes like two hundred and two tuds. Like he doesn't do the Tyler Lockett a thousand yards. He does a very he's consistent got such a high floor. He does a very consistent one thousand yards. Um, you can you can always lock him in for ten points a week. Depending, What's his like, yard after catch compared to other tight ends? I'm sure it's, it's the probably, highest. It's probably ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I don't have it off the top actually, of my Kittles head. Kittle's pretty high. Kittle's might actually be higher. But like and Hill, Waller's too. But with I don't the roads that Hill's running opens the field so much yeah. for Kelsey that he yeah. gets that. I, uh, the problem with Kelsey is that there's one week where he has a bye, and you have to just start the <laughs> duddest of tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I that's forget really I started Taysom Hill in his bye week last week that oh, lined wow. up, so <laughs> that was nice. Um, and then other pass catchers, Mikkel Hardman, wide receiver 50, going in the 11th round. Yeah, don't take any. Don't, don't take anyone else don't take on that him. Chiefs team. Like, they're, they're really good offensively, but not for fantasy. No, they like literally constant. Like we read the red zone targets, they concentrated so much to their best yeah. guys. Where's their de- Where's their defense? They're like the Steelers were a couple of years ago when it was Bell, Brown, yeah, and Ben. Ben, and then like Martavis Bryant was there, but you didn't play him. No, you you did you didn't play him, and you you could play Vance McDonald as like a tight end twelve. <laughs> yeah, Vance and Jesse James. Jesse James, Not yeah, catch. and um, <laughs> their defense right here is. The last third last defense picked so yeah that's bad i mean their defense isn't like anything chargers? fantasy wait what chargers and bears chargers and bears are, are after them defense? i don't know if how accurate this defense chart is of how they're being drafted because i don't know how anyone knows anything about is that even all the teams it doesn't look like no it, it's only like the top half it's yeah, like okay. those like 16 teams i honestly wouldn't even take kansas city's defense against like the jets or Jacksonville. Yeah. Those are the those are the games where they like just like, Honestly, yeah, their defense is not that good, but sometimes they're pretty clutch. They like, they have get, like ran get... like Honey Badger has like random like game saving yeah. plays, but like nothing like they're not like a super high sack rate team. They're yeah. they're not like super high turnover always. Like they just yeah, kind of like give, they'll give up a lot of yards. They just yeah. kind of like hold the hold the line a bit. They're not like a put they're not like pushing for you. Like they'll just hold the line for their yeah. offense and their offense will will get them wins. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, yes. team, Cody's team. Um, so they're coming off a uh, seven and nine record last year. Ooh, we couldn't even clutch that 500. Thank you, Anthony Lynn, for being <laughs> three and nine um, and being like, no, let's win out. And uh, we, don't need a, we don't need a higher pick. I mean, it worked out, but still. Brandon Staley's coming in. I'm so first year, pumped. Joe Lombardi and defensive coordinator is Ronaldo Hill, but I think Staley will be doing the defense. Can I buy a Staley jersey? <laughs> Just buy like a polo and Staley, <laughs> Staley on the back. Um, you have a headset. But they they went to work this off season, man. Bringing in Corey Lindsley, uh, Matt Filer on the right side of the offensive line, Jared Cook, um, and then Rashawn Slater in the first round as well. Such good value um, for that pick. Great man. value for that pick. They are honestly looking good. I I'm I'm kind of 
give them a bit of a boost because I have them in the Super Bowl final <laughs> next year, so I'm going to be pretty positive. Um, but ev- everything's everything's looking up. Um, you don't have a- Anthony Lynn calling timeouts, so that'll that's automatically a couple wins right there. Um, and there's there's stats to back it up. Like there's a bunch of like stats where like they're leading. Like here's one. The Chargers were nine and five, sixty-four percent in games where they entered the fourth quarter with a lead. Teams with a lead going into the fourth quarter typically win eighty-three percent of those. They only won sixty-four <laughs> percent. So like that's like the average. So they're like that, way below like, average. I watched a lot of the Chargers games. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. Actually. Yeah. Um. So yeah, think things are looking good. Obviously, Justin Herbert coming back, second year, full off season, full camp. Knows all the players. Maybe a bit of new plays, new playbook, but like he's obviously going to be able to adapt. New team doctor. <laughs> new team doctor. That's actually a big one. Um, but he's he's going off the board QB6. That is in the, the fifth round, into the fifth round there. Um, he's going right after quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Lombard Jackson, and right in the same range as Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Um. I like honestly like the value from him. There is so many like the first twelve quarterbacks. For him, to be the first twelve quarterbacks, like I might just wait, bro. Look how deep Deshaun it, Watson is. And Trevor Lawrence, like I don't even mind re- running Trev out there. Even Carson Wentz, you could take a risk on. I yeah. honestly pick Herbert over Jackson at this point, to be honest. With with the way that their seasons are, that I think that they're gonna play out. Yeah. I think Herbert has a way. Well, higher what are the like, chances Jackson gets COVID a third time? Yeah, that's that's gotta be. <laughs> That's it's a bit bit better of a chance of Hollywood Brown being a good wide receiver. Maybe it'd be pretty close. Chances. I think I think Justin Herbert's adequately rated there. Yeah, I I think I think he's he's good. He definitely has a he's definitely in a good spot to to outplay his his draft position though. I think. Oh, for sure. Like because so. he's ha- he already's had had weeks of like consistent QB, like high top end QB play. Um. Going into their running backs, you got Austin Eckler coming off the board in the first round currently. I, I do think things will shift now that we know all the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Um, with like Devontae Adams moving up. Um, but he's going on the board first round. If you can have him as your second running back, though, if he falls a little bit, that'd be like he's he's a good, nice, like top end RB two. Are you worried about the split with Jackson though? No, no, not at all. Not that at was an Anthony Lynn loved running backs, but yeah, uh, I don't think it'll be a, the same thing anymore. No, especially just how good Eckler is. <laughs> like they really underutilized him, to be honest. Yeah, which is maybe better for the future. Like that's kind of just playing him into the spot with, kind of like with with Herbert too. Like the less you play, the better. Like the better your future is going to kind of be put together. Like you're, especially for running backs, you're going to last that much longer too. And he was injured I, I for most know. of last year. He was year. injured for most of And he came back and, like, looked pretty good. So. Um, and then Keenan Allen, wide receiver 10. Classic. Running a running a Chargers stack, who would you rather have if you could have two of the – if you'd pick two of the three? Mm. Allen Herbert? Allen Eckler? Herbert Eckler, because I'd rather have the running back QB stack. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then I have like a that. Wide receiver QB stack. Too. I like that. Yeah. But but he loves Keenan, man. He, he love loves Keenan. Keenan. <laughs> he does. Love and Keenan, Keenan gets open. Keenan got a lot of those touchdowns last year. There, and there was like 
like I vividly remember that one. I forget what game it was, where like it was totally like in the scrambled eggs oh, yeah. section of the offense, and like. He threw a ball, and Keenan was, like, behind the, the defensive back and just, like, knew exactly where he was throwing it, just stopped, and then, like, caught a perfect touchdown. They were just the on on cue. Yeah. Um, I obviously, you don't think you can go wrong. I, I do like the QB RB stack because you can get points for any passing touchdowns and then the rushing touchdowns you're I mean, covered, the, too. The deep pick of wide receivers, I think it's a little bit safer going with the Eckler-Herbert. Yeah. Yeah, because... I mean, Keenan's not a bad either. They also have Mike Williams going off the board in the 10th round. You can count on him for three good weeks. There won't <laughs> yeah. be consecutive. Mike Williams is going to get you a 50-yard like catch where he jumps eight feet in the air and breaks <laughs> Lands it Lands on his collarbone. And he's, he's limping off the field. <laughs> but he came down with the ball. But he, ca- he catches it. But he is injured and he is in pain. He's that one guy who's the wild card for that, that flex slot that you're like, if you pick him, you pick him every week. He <laughs> he's does he's on the waiver wire he's, coming off a 30-point <laughs> game. And you're like, man, this could be good. And and all the guys are talking about how his matchup is perfect for this to happen again. <laughs> and then all this, yeah. Oh, classic Mike Williams. And every <laughs> analyst is like, Mike Williams, like, he's going to be a red zone guy. <laughs> he's not at all. And then it's Donald Parham. All, like, or Julian Guyton. He was a red zone guy because Anthony Lynn was like, oh, we're on the one yard line. Let's do three jump balls. <laughs> three fades in a row. <laughs> um, but a guy who might be a, might, like a nice little red zone guy, Jared Cook, tight end 20 in the 14th round. Yeah. Um, what about Guyton? Is he on here? The long ball guy. Is he a tight end? No, no he's listed he, as a wide he's receiver. He's listed as a wide receiver. Is he? Is he on this list? I don't. I didn't. I don't think he is. Jalen Guyton. No, I don't think so. But yeah, Jared Cook. Let's just. He's. You're not drafting Jared Cook. Let's just be honest. But what's his bye week? Bye week seven. Travis Kelsey bye week twelve. <laughs> Could be your bye week guy, Jared bottom Cook. Bottom feeder. Uh, the uh let's see who the chargers play week seven or no week 12 they play the the broncos it's a sunday night game i think i'm honestly taking sunday afternoon game chargers defense a lot higher too yeah we're we're they're at um defense 16 bose is good to go man if derwin james doesn't get injured that defense is so yeah much that better. defense with staley too that could be an underrated play man Holy, I'm so jazzed. <laughs> um, but Start yeah. the season already. That is, uh, they're honestly, they're a team that's trending upward, which you always want to be trending upward. Um, and then a team that we'll move on to next, a little bit of an opposite situation. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, we've already talked a bit about how they've Thanos snapped their offensive line. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, they went eight and eight last year. John Gruden going into his third year. Greg Olson, offensive coordinator. Gus Bradley, new defensive coordinator. Um, Greg Olson's the OC. It's it's not the tight end Greg Olson. It's oh. it's in a different guy. I'm pretty sure. Um, they brought in Yannick Ngakwe, Kenyon Drake, John Brown. Um, <laughs> And they lost their whole offensive line. And if you look at their depth chart currently, they have Josh Jacobs as their starting running back, and then the next three are all up with injuries. <laughs> so it's not looking great. Um, Darren Waller though. Darren Waller is very, very like he's really the only 
the only option here. I'm I love Josh Jacobs, but he's not gonna be good fantasy wise. Like it's he, just gonna yeah. be they're gonna be down in games. If we're they're, diving into he's fantasy. frustrating because he'll get twenty touches. Yeah, but they're just yeah, like just yet sixty. That O line was so bad. Yeah, and now it's gonna be worse. But the thing with Waller though is, with the state of how their offense is, they're either gonna need him blocking. Or they're not gonna have enough time to pitch it to him. He's ne- there's not gonna be enough. No, he doesn't block. He 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 can't block. Well, they're gonna. But like I do see, they might not have enough time with this offensive line. Like, I don't know, but like jump balls and stuff, like he's he's good at those. It this the Raiders don't make any sense to me. They were at the perfect opportunity to go and get an O line, and then they would have had rugs. Like Darren Waller is essentially like a wide receiver one, I and then Josh Jacobs, like. And Hunter also, just, is an okay slot guy. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a serviceable like Adam Humphreys guy. Like you yeah. can play in the slot. I don't know why they just didn't like they drafted Rug. They made Rugs the top wide receiver drafted in that draft, and then just fed Nelson Aguilar for a year. Like <laughs> what? Like yeah. even just that makes no sense. Like, <laughs> That's actually so true. <laughs> like why would you pick him like eleventh or tenth or whatever they got him? And like they're like CD and Jerry Judy were ranked higher than him in that class, and then they don't even throw the ball oh, to him. They threw one on that uh, the Winnipeg or the Winnipeg Jets, the, New York Jets. Hail uh, Mary comeback. Thank Gage Eight. Yeah, the Greg Williams, Doctor Heat. So where's uh, where's Ruggs sitting right now? Ruggs is wide receiver forty eight in the eleventh round. So like even even the consensus is don't draft any Las Vegas wide receivers. Um, running backs well or running backs josh geez. jacobs is in the running back 16 so he's Maybe, like still in this he's still uh in like the third-ish round but like there oh, is seems it seems early man yeah but then like you're drafting oh, but i'd still be tempted <laughs> <laughs> he just gets so much volume it's hard to turn down a volume guy yeah that's true because like if he averages 60 if he averages three yards a carry yeah. yeah, I mean, but, with with twenty touches. The other thing is, they would like, they would like take him out a lot. Yeah, but he still got a lot of touches. But it, there was a lot of times where I'm like, why don't you just leave him in and let him run the extra three yards to get the first down? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Raiders are Raiders are extremely you. confusing. Good. Um. Yeah. So they lost three of their starting offensive lines, and they got a fifth round back in return. That's all they got. <laughs> um. And then. They've in the past five years they've spent the most amount of draft picks on their secondary than any other team. Four first rounders, six picks in the first two round, ten picks in the first four rounds. Most all of those are most in the NFL for investment in their secondary. And their past defense has been thirty first, thirty second, thirty first, twenty sixth. Yeah. <laughs> With all that investment. Their, pa- their past defense is awful. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, it's, just it's just a very mismanaged, mismanaged situation the only guy i feel like i can put a stamp on and feel comfortable and it's not a hot take at all it's darren waller like that's the only guy that you can you all can take team that you'd even consider. yeah Derek carr was okay yeah he, he's not on this board at all though so not he would, even like no one likes him i remember last year he would get like 250 yards two touchdowns a pick a fumble like every yeah. game but like the thing is there's so many good quarterbacks now you don't even need a guy like that that's true like your worst case scenario in theory in twelve team leagues is Matt Ryan. Yeah, that's pretty. And like that's even like a even Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean Baker is just gonna be doing handoffs the whole season. <laughs> let's be honest. But but yeah, no, you're right. Like like he'll they'll have a decent offense. 
But like, you don't even like need a guy like Derek Carr anymore because yeah. the QB's no. landscape is really good. I mean, obviously there is injuries, so it might have to happen. But yeah, do you guys want to take a quick break and then head into the schedule prediction section? And we're back. We are back with the schedule prediction segment. Um, how do we want to do this? What do we usually do? Do we do worst to best? I kind of forget. Yeah, we usually do worst to best. Um, okay, yeah. do who do you have as your worst? Cool, everyone say it. Oh, yeah. This will be easier. There's no lag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right? True. So say the team, not the city, the other part of the name. On one or after one? Three, two, one, then say. Okay. Okay, okay ready? Three, two, one. Raiders. Raiders. Okay, okay. Oh! <laughs> Should we go for number one now and then kind of debate the middle two then? Or are we just going all the way up? Let's just do number three. Let's just see. I and then we'll go into records afterwards. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Broncos. This is a good division to do it because it's a pretty, pretty chalk division. Second place. Three, two, one. Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no bias here. Okay, that's fine. No. And then obviously Jesus. We all have first. I'm objective. Um, what do we have the Raiders? Uh, Record. I kind of went four and twelve. That's not possible. Not this year, man. Four twelve and one. Four twelve and one. <laughs> you have a tie in there. Oh, I did not complete. Their you didn't. They're complete. only winning four games. <laughs> I have them at two and fifteen. I have them at four and thirteen. So pretty close to Trevor. I have them beating the, beating the Eagles at home and beating the Broncos at home. That's it. Eh? That's all I have. Two wins, fifteen losses. I have them beating Chicago, and then beating the Eagles, the Browns once, and uh, a Bronco mishap in Week <laughs> 16. Yeah, I have them beating the Broncos and the Chargers still because you just think the Chargers will drop one to them. Chargers always just drop one, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty like I feel like I'm pretty like they're gonna win probably more than two games, but I'm I just like I'm like overly harsh in all of these. I have them losing to the Bron- uh, to the Bengals, and like I don't even know who the Bengals really have, other than Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. So, what about for the Broncos? Nine and eight, just barely getting over five hundred. Nine and eight, I five and twelve. I got six and eleven. I got them. I got them. You got because you're a Teddy guy. You're just riding Teddy's. Teddy's making that team above five hundred. Jacksonville Jets. Baltimore. I think Baltimore is an easier win than most think with their defense. I think that they're going to shut them down. You have them beating Baltimore? Yes. For sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Vegas, easy win. Yeah, that's, easy, that's easy win. Cleveland. Detroit. Uh, Philly. Detroit. Um, I have Kansas City that one of their losses to Denver because that's how Kansas City has revolted in the past. Okay. And one to the Chargers. I have them beating Jets, Philly, Detroit, and Cincinnati. Those are my four wins. Yeah, I have, have I have Jets beating the Raiders once. Okay. The Eagles, the Lions, and the Bengals. And the Bengals, yeah. So we have all the same except for the Like the Lions the and the Bengals, whatever. Those are 50-50 yeah. games. But they're both – the thing is they're both in Denver. So yeah, that's why. I so like the those, those teams aren't, teams aren't going to play very well there. Like that's the – Oh, and the, did I say the Jags? Home game against the Raiders and then the Lions and yeah. the Bengals at home. I think they win. And they're at home against Philly, too. So, yeah. yeah. So, that's all. 
that's why that's why i gave them six wins yeah 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 so we were we're both actually a decently tough schedule honestly yeah for it being a third ranked schedule because they do play like that gave them um who did that give them dallas well it would be an afc team right oh um they're playing the afc north right who's their third is bengals no bengals was fourth the giants the i I guess it's the jags from the afc south and who's the afc east team jets oh actually those are easy games yeah never mind I take it all back. <laughs> Easy schedule. Still, it just looks tough because of their division. Wait, they, the they got fourth last year because the Raiders were eight. Oh and yeah, the Raiders were eight. And the Chargers I'm thinking, them. Oh yeah, so they got yeah, fourth. They yeah, that's why I was like, way the too The Chargers confused. have the tough schedule yeah, for being yeah. third because they play the Dolphins, no, the Patriots and the. I guess it would be Cole? the Texans. No, nope. Texans. No, they play the yeah they play Texans. Okay, yeah. that's not that bad either. <laughs> It just looks tough because you just see a bunch of Kansas City on here. <laughs> Honestly, true. <laughs> and it's like, God, that is really like, tough, oh, man. man. <laughs> they got to play the Chiefs. And the AFC North is always tough. Yeah, and, the A- and true. Playing the AFC North actually makes it. like Because like, you're like, all three teams are good. Like the, and the Bengals could be and good, And the too. Bengals are like like sneaky on the up and up. Um, What is your record for the Chargers? Cody, give you the honors. Give me a second. 12 and 5. What about you? Ten and seven. I have fourteen and three. <laughs> <laughs> they go off, boys. The Chiefs. Holy fifteen and two. Yep. Jeez, I had twelve and five for the Chiefs. How is fifteen and two a regression? Do you have them making playoffs? Chiefs? No, or Chargers. Yes. Okay, there really? is there is argument for Chiefs regression, like you said, but also the whole revenge factor. We just lost a Super Bowl. No, there's none of that for them. There's none of that. I think that Mahomes there is. Mahomes is too young. Too young for revenge. Yeah, true. Mahomes is just like owning sports teams now. That's all I've seen from him. Yeah, he's, he's like owning a soccer, team. soccer team and a baseball team. Yeah, like might as well. Half a billion dollars. <laughs> um, here's here is my Chiefs regression stat though. Um, what happened? To, we're not talking Chargers. We're just well, skipping over just, them. Just well, we'll go back. We'll go back. This I just mean, came out. We're pretty good in the um, future. In 2018, Chiefs led by 6.9 points on average at halftime, 11 halftime leads. In 2019, 7.5 points. In 2020, 3.5 point lead at halftime. That was the Chiefs. That was the Chiefs. So, so it's, it's gone down it's going big down last now. year. And they've only really addressed the offensive line. So you could tell last defense. year they had a lot. They yeah. had what nine yeah. one possession games. The Chiefs. Yeah, and their Chiefs, um, their what? offense had to score eight and a half points per game in the fourth quarter. Their guys just turned it on in the playoffs. So that's the that's that's their thing. That's so true. It just looked like the a bit now. of a coast into the. Uh, yeah, one year they built a team. Like, and... All they all the Chiefs need though is a different team. I'm assuming you have them as the number one in the AFC. Yeah. If they don't get that though, and they don't get that buy anymore. That's true. Which could, yeah. Especially because the AFC is usually pretty top heavy, so those that seventh team that's getting in is usually pretty good. Like that's going to be the Titans, the Ravens, the Browns, the Steelers, maybe even the Chargers. One of those teams. Yeah. Yeah. I have the Chargers losing to the Rams, Ravens, and the Cowboys. <laughs> My Cowboys. <laughs> and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. Yeah. Sorry. The Cowboys. <laughs> We've been this. over that. We've We're been over that. Again. I have them losing to the Browns, 
The okay. Patriots. Yeah, I was losing the Browns too. They always lose to the Patriots, man. I'm I might have to switch that. The Browns, the Patriots, the Vikings. Chargers have bad run defense, so I'm picking all these run teams. And oh, I have then, Baltimore for that. Um, the Chiefs beat them twice. You have, I have them winning against the Chiefs at home, obviously. Yeah, I do too. What what week is that game? Which one? Week fifteen. Yep. That's gonna be a good game, hopefully. Week fifteen against the Chiefs, man. Yeah, I think, and also it's a Thursday night too. If the Chargers can, oh, a little prime time. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the the Chiefs. I think they have a serious chance to go zero and three at the beginning of the season. Really? They versus uh, the, no, the Browns, that. the Ravens, and the Chargers. That is a serious chance. It's. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I think I'm just saying overhyped. But those I, are I those are tough it. teams. The verse off the off. The that game. is yeah, and like running game travels. So like the Browns week one traveling to KC, and then dang week two we get Lamar versus Patrick Mahomes, and then week three is sure. Herbert versus so, Mahomes. Oh, that's a two a two o'clock game. How is that? What's the Sunday night game week two, bro? How is that not the Sunday night game? It's probably like. <laughs> Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys. <laughs> Eagles, Cowboys. <laughs> but wait, how's Buffalo KC two p.m. too? Dang, they have a. Night? They could go. They could go one and four, dude. They play Buffalo week five. Yeah. And who did they play week four? Raiders, Eagles, Eagles. They can own oh, five, baby. <laughs> they could go four and six quite easily in the first ten weeks. Dude, we're saying all this. They're gonna go like ten and zero to start the season. Nope. <laughs> they're hundred percent going eleven and I'm zero. Going with and my then... take. I'm going right now. I'm locking in under five hundred by week. By week. Uh, he doesn't even know. Nine. He's week making nine. the decision right now. <laughs> under nine. under five hundred Chiefs week nine. Week I th- nine. I think under... I will put a lot of money on that. <laughs> under five hundred week nine. We got to put that in. Where's the keys to my house? <laughs> um, I have. Have them losing to the Washington football team in week six, so maybe I'm kind of on board with you. That's one of the yeah, Chiefs' loss. So yeah. wait, you have two losses for the Chiefs, right? Uh, three, three. Okay, Chargers for sure. Why does it? Why Wash- does it say fifteen and two? But I have three. Oh, that's a playoff loss. Never mind. Yeah. Um, Washington and then uh, Chargers week fifteen. I have them winning every other game. They're gonna lose to Baltimore, Chargers, Buffalo. Washington, Green Bay, and Green Bay will be the fifth of of nine. You're actually playing some pretty good odds up into Week Nine there, because <laughs> they I'm, could I'm, they could slide to Tennessee. I'm sliding right into Fan, <laughs> FanDuel, man. I'm going straight for that. <laughs> parlay all the, <laughs> parlay all those games. I wish you could just parlay out under 500 for this many games, or or no, over 500 for this many. You could somehow do some weird thing with like their win total and then like yeah 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 bet on the games specifically too or something i don't know so under 500 week that's a pretty hot take man i think it's a lot the, more the chiefs than... and under 500 have have not been said in the same sentence like the last four years for since <laughs> it's usually chiefs and undefeated <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, I'm, Chiefs and under two win or I'm, two I'm losses. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a that is a good hot take. Do you have any other hot takes? Right now, I'm burning up with that take. <laughs> that, is, that is a good one. I don't know. I think, I think the Chiefs regression is not as much of a hot take, but I think they're gonna lose at least at least five games this season. 
Yeah. Just because I think everybody's getting better and the people they're playing, like Dallas, Green Bay, even like. But I mean, they won like so many games on like a really, really shaky. That's I mean, my It's point. not really shaky offensive line, but like they've just sunk so many they're, assets yeah. into their offensive line, bro. They're. Their second half of their season is actually so much easier. I'm looking at Trevor's hot take here. It's actually pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah their first half is tough. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Like that's that's where all their tough games are. And their bye weeks a little bit later too in that seventeen. Yeah. That, that seventeen week kind of thing, or I guess it's yeah. nine. So I have them as fourteen and three, losing to the Titans, the Ravens, and the Raiders. Because for some reason the Raiders beat them last year, and they were pretty close on that other one too. And I think. Like, I don't know. I just think there's teams that just will beat them. Yeah. I also I also have these stats up here for um, their schedule uh, prep and rest ranks. They're number two for um, prep rank teams. So that means when they have more preparation time for um, versus their opponent. So, like, say an opponent is plays on a Monday and then they play them on Sunday and the Chiefs have played last Thursday, they would have more prep time and more rest time. So they have the best preparation rank and best rest rank. So they're yeah. full on so That's why I'm saying Zen if they mode. don't get that bye week and the first week of playoffs, yeah. that, that could be a big deal. It's it's definitely when well, they have those I advantages. Mean, with an under 500 start to the season, <laughs> most likely they're not going to get that. That opens, uh, I mean, like with that tough schedule, yeah. like compared to the yeah. Chargers schedule, I think that opens up first and the, in this division. Yeah. They they play three teams coming off Monday night games. And like Monday night when a team plays yeah. Monday night, Monday night and then have to travel back to their city. That's it, like Are those all at Kansas City? Um I the the stat here is just a clip of the stat, so I don't know the the exact ones, but like sure. still even just like like when team like teams always complain about those short weeks even cuz it just sets their schedule off by like one day and it's just like they rest Tuesday, then practice only Wednesday, and it's just like all out of whack. So you're basically watching film on the plane on the way back, basically. Yeah, you you can't honestly have to. But uh, yeah, this, this division is probably one of the most chalk, the only chalk one that we've had where we've all had the same order. I think, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'm like relatively similar records. Yeah, yeah, except for Trevor's Teddy Bridgewater record. Yeah, but that, that's, that's coming out of left field. <laughs> that's a hot take in itself, too. I, I hope it is left field. I think it's t- Teddy's, Teddy, is, is, it's his time. Yeah. Denver's his place. Um, Want to finish it off with their over-unders and call it a pod? Yeah. Okay, we got um, Chiefs at 12 and a half. It's pretty a freaking eye. Uh, that is, I would still do the, I'm uh, still, there's 17 I'm, games, I'm doing I the over. Not, you gotta do the over, man. I'm doing the over on it's that It's so one. hard to bet against that yeah. team. The, the the char- I bet against them every playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> the Chargers. It doesn't, well, it doesn't work out, man. Chargers, eight and a half. Over. Over. I'm ripping the over on that one. <laughs> I'm almost over double of that. Yeah, I'd be hammering that over. Um, Raiders are at seven and a half. Under hardcore. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm a hardcore under. That's a that's a high over under. Yeah, I think the the juice might be towards the over though. So, let's I can let's see here. Does the over under have the Broncos as last? The over under actually has the Raiders as last. 
So the Broncos the is over Broncos is eight. eight and a half. I'm hitting the oh, over on that. I'm hitting under. I'm under on under. the bottom two, over on the top. Yeah, two. that's that's where that's where my you're probably chips winning fall. off that for sure. Though, I'm parlaying that too. Let's see oh. what that let's see what that parlayed is. So under on the Broncos, you actually get plus money on that, so that's good. Over on the Chargers, over on the Chiefs. It's not giving me much. Under on the Raiders. It's it's unparlayable, unfortunate. What 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 were all the plus plus minus? Um, here I can just put it into a parlay calculator if you guys want to talk about something while I do that. Well, parlays are my game, man. I think you you do pretty freaking good. It's are we all gonna make uh during the season? Are these hot takes gonna be uh put money on the line? Yeah, we're gonna have to put some. Uh... We're gonna be introducing some, a, some a, wings. We should be introducing a weekly parlay segment. Yeah, we can make that a segment. A parlay. It has to be a parlay. I can't lose parlay. All three yeah. of us choose something to parlay together, and we all put in like two bucks or well, we have to choose money. together. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. come on. Trevor's gonna sue us. I don't want to choose Teddy Bridgewater every time. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, we each uh, choose one thing <laughs> to to parlay. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta put them all. They all gotta hit. Um, okay, so Trevor's one. odds are always like, man, if these nine games go my way, I'm making a thousand bucks. Trevor's, Trevor's gonna put like just just absolutely juiced up money lines into our parlay. He's like, guys, the payout's gonna be so good. Don't worry about it. And we're out here betting on like Zach Wilson. I know Hardman's getting the first touchdown. Um, okay, if you parlayed all yeah, of I those, bet Diggs first touchdown like three games in a row it hit every time so no complaints over here if you put all of those in there a ten dollar bet wins a hundred dollars that's it ten ten odds yeah ten to one that's pretty good and that's like that's a, and it's our most chalk division too yeah, and like we're pretty confident in it <laughs> yeah i don't know but yeah i'm always hesitant to bet on the chargers but maybe it's i'm with i think my on. my my plan this year is just as an experiment is to bet on the Lions spread every game and see how much money i make because <laughs> we could be a decent covering team because we're not going to get a lot of good like they're not going to get good odds they're not going to get good odds for anything yeah and we might get a nice like you know like a nice little plus or like plus 17 and a half like that's like that's only two touchdowns we can keep it interesting yeah <laughs> but yeah well that might be just like very like a little bit smaller One experiment unit, half, yeah half a half unit a quarter of a unit, <laughs> a quarter of a unit. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but uh yeah no i'm down to do a can't lose parlay we may we'll have we'll have to vet his picks what? We have to. Everyone gets a certain amount of vetoes. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, get, Trevor gets a little bit less. <laughs> we use all our vetoes in the first four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that'd, that'd be fun. I, I, no, that'd be fun. And then we can, we can, we'll just track like how our like yeah. as a podcast how we did the whole year. And, and a, if it works out, we're starting a hedge fund. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the veto that whoever vetoes it, the person it has talking to, to your mic. Oh jeez. <laughs> Whoever vetoes it basically has to put money on it. Or no, the person who doesn't veto it but puts it forward and it gets vetoed, you still have to put money on it. So you're in it so just an individual bet. So I'm I'm still paying for it. I but I brought it to the table. Wait, what? <laughs> he wants to bet on his hot takes no matter what. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I wanna make money no matter go, what. Go for it. <laughs> we can, yeah, may, yeah, maybe we'll have like a the hot take parlay. <laughs> 
Yeah, we that, can do a hot take parlay. I'm done Trevor's hot take parlay and then just the Arby's don't matter parlay. Yeah, I'm liking that. I'm liking that. Just okay. throwing money away. Man, these we better not. get the sponsorship quick. <laughs> but, you know, knowing, can we get, like, knowing Trevor's... Can DraftKings sponsor us here? <laughs> knowing Trevor's luck, though, he'll be, like, it'll be, like, minus, like, 100 units going into weeks 16 oh, and 17. Sure. And he'll have just two beast weeks <laughs> and just even it out. Man, I live and die for, like, March Madnesses and stuff like that. Like, that Dude, just... that was a dangerous week for me, bro. Oh, that, that... <laughs> was, I, 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 bet, I bet the first half under for every game. <laughs> Right. First half, yeah, first half under. I think I went into the, like the sweet sixteen, like two units up, and then I had a, I had a, uh, I parlayed each game, and then I parlayed eight game and eight game, so eight, uh, or four and four, and both the four and fours hit because I bet one Let's game different. Let's go. I was riding high. I'm riding high into game. None of my one. actual picks in March Madness went through because of Oral Roberts. They messed me up every time. They score me the most. Oh yeah. Time. Honestly, even UCLA. Yeah, true. Seriously. I I had them in the first round though, so. But, that's that's college basketball. So, any other hot takes to finish it out, boys? I think we're just psyched over this parlay segment that we got coming. Yeah, up. yeah. It's been it's been a fun first live episode. Our uh, our next episode will be live uh, at TD Bank, or, uh, <laughs> US Bank Stadium, <laughs> Fort Field. Yeah, have us out. Um, but yeah, this has been the podcast. We're actually doing the uh, the Vikings drum <laughs> at the start of the game. Skull. The skull yeah. drum. <laughs> skull. These three random Canadians. <laughs> and I'm in a blind jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Trevor's wearing a Bridgewater jersey. Yeah. That would work, though. They'd be fine with that. Yeah, but still, like... <laughs> Denver Bridgewater jersey. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Peace. See ya. Thank you.